Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we do appreciate you stopping by Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these free and available to download and listen to at your leisure. And if you feel comfortable with it, give us a like. It always helps our audience to find these future draft prospects that are kind enough to take some time. We have a fantastic young man coming on the program tonight. I saw him at the East-West Shrine game. He had such a great week in Frisco, but those teams and scouts want to see him in Indianapolis next week for the 2024 NFL Combine. And as you know, if you're going through the draft prospects, that's one of the finest compliments a player can get. It's none other than the standout. Began his career at Houston and wrapped things or began at Oklahoma and wrapped things up with Houston. But it's the standout, David Uguebo. David, welcome to the program, my friend. How's this afternoon treating you? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's a great afternoon out here in Florida. Feeling good, ready to get get things rolling. Yeah. Now you've probably been down at uh, Farmerito's performance probably maybe since the turn of the year. Um, have you seen a, a lot of transformation in the body where you're checking yourself out in the mirror a little bit more each day? Almost definitely. Starting with just, like, the meal prep, let alone the workouts that we do, like putting the right stuff in my body as far as meals and stuff, you know, I definitely see transformation every single day. Yeah, and, and, and again, uh, one of the finest facilities. It's almost a science, not so much a gym, but, uh, how creative and uh you know, the way they work you guys through the, you know, what you go through. Now, listen, man, you've had a fabulous career. That's why we're talking today. I mean, you are, you got all the arrows pointed in the right direction, but I always like to rewind the program. Uh, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, Dave, was football your favorite sport, David? And, and were you the standout star athlete way back then? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, when I first came over here, I started off playing soccer and then watching my older brother and my older cousin play football, I definitely fell in love with it because being the youngest, I always did what my older older siblings did, you know. And then I played offense and I was like the fastest guy on the field, so I was scoring a whole bunch of touchdowns. So, yeah, I was always always a star, uh, started back then. <laughs> so when do you kind of make the, the transformation to the defensive side? And with your length and your athleticism, was tight end ever a possibility? Um, I would say junior high. Uh, we we had I went to a school and we didn't have like the best football team, so a lot of guys played both ways. And then once I got over to the defensive side, I was just able to run right past everybody on the offensive line, you know, and just <laughs> get a whole bunch of sacks and a bunch of TFOs. <laughs> and and lo and behold, uh, it gets you off to Oklahoma and then wrap things up with, with the Cougars in, in Houston. So I, I'm curious, man, when do you kind of get the sense that it, this is going to happen? You know as well as anybody, you can go off to any program across the nation and things just don't work out. That wasn't the case. You've been a star from the get-go. But for you, when do you really get the idea, the sense, or maybe it hasn't hit you that, that what you do on a Saturday is going to let you earn a living on Sundays in the National Football League? 
Um, probably my first few games starting at Oklahoma after my sophomore season and then following my sophomore season, you know, you get all these agents and all these different people hitting you up, telling you about <laughs> the feedback they're getting from the next level and kind of just uh, – just hinting that the NFL would be the next step, you know, and that's kind of when everything kind of hits me, you know, once all the agents and all the different just stuff like this, even a podcast like this hitting me up wanting to interview me. It's like, okay, they're obviously not going to interview guys who are just going to be done with football after this. So <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great way to point it. Once again, the standout from Houston, David Uguebu here on the C2P talking some NFL draft and finding what this young man brings to the table. And with that said, you're going to the Combine. You're at the Shrine game. What do you think they love about you, David? I like to say when they're popping on the tape and they see you on film, what stands out the most? I think definitely my size and then my versatility. You know, at Oklahoma, I played Mike Linebacker for some years, and then I came to Houston and I played – yeah, I came to Houston and played uh, – no, no worries. I came to Houston and played defensive end and edge rusher, and um, I would say I had a pretty good season, a pretty productive season at that. So I think the main thing that they love is my size and that I'm versatile. I can play in the middle of the field in a stat position, or I can come down to the line and play on the edge and uh, rush that passer, set the edge, and do things like that. Yeah, I mean, your movement in space and your length, I just think it's exceptional. I mean, those, I just, it really, and, and I, I got to ask, I mean, because we know you, you star linebacker with the Sooners, was that transition, was it something you were excited about, a little hesitant maybe at first, because you know so much is riding on, you got to have a great season, but that transformation from linebacker to the edge guy, how was that? Um, it was definitely something exciting because in high school I played edge. I never really played stack uh, linebacker until Oklahoma. And even my freshman year, beginning of my freshman year at Oklahoma, I was playing uh, edge rusher behind Nick Benito that's now with the Broncos. So being able to transition back to that position, I was definitely excited because, like, it was so much that I knew I could work at. And every single day, like, working with my D-line coach, uh, Coach Early, it was like, there was something new I knew I could get better at, and I was getting better at it day after day. So it was definitely an exciting uh, transition. Nah, that's excellent. And now, listen, you're off to the combine. I've mentioned it several times. You're at the Shrine game. So I know teams have definitely got to know you as an individual. They got to sit down with you in Frisco and, 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 and know you inside and out and, and get the But that said, is there anything else, David, that these guys need to know about you to help you fall in their good graces? I mean, Maybe some of the defensive schemes, you didn't do certain things. Uh, maybe a lot of different coaches at positions, uh, team captain, Wait more your film junkie. What else? Is there anything to add they don't know yet? Uh, definitely just what you said at the end. I'm definitely a film junkie, you know, and I think that's what helped my transition from linebacker to defensive end. At the defensive end, I was still watching film like I was the quarterback of the defense, like I was playing Mike, you know, so – any given week, I'm going to know the ins and outs of the offense that we're playing, you know. And I'm, like I said before, that versatility and just my willingness to do whatever the team needs to help us succeed is probably the main thing that I would uh, like for these teams to know about me. Nice. Now, I, listen, you, since you mentioned you, you do love watching film, is, can you think of a play or a game where – and it doesn't have to be where you, you sack the quarterback, force a fumble, and you won the game in the final second. It doesn't have to be crazy. It could be just the most modest adjustment. But does anything come to mind where you spent all week breaking down tape of an opponent, Saturday rolls around, and what you see on film kind of comes to fruition, and, and you make the adjustment, and the key play is successful? 
Yeah, most definitely. I would say the Texas game this year, um, because being in Oklahoma, you know, that Texas game was such a huge week and a huge game. So I've studied them for years. And then those things that me and my coach were uh, able to point out as far as their, like, the play-action tendencies and putting it out to the rest of the group um, actually brought success to somebody else. His name is Nelson Caesar. I'm sure you guys know about him. The same thing that we saw on film, they started that tight end in motion and we knew it was going to be play action, and he triggered faster than he usually would and was able to get the sack on it. So just seeing that and, like, just knowing that the exact same thing I saw on my iPad during that week on film is the exact same thing they, put, they pulled out and, uh, and ran in the game. is like, it's a great feeling, you know, because, like, that's a whole upper hand right there. There's the athletic aspect and there's the mental aspect of the game. And once you get an upper hand of the mental aspect, I think that's a – Great plus. That, that they're great answer, David. I, I, I that was one of my favorite questions to get a response from because everybody watches that game. I mean, that's that's a staple college game, and just to kind of mm-hmm. get some insight on maybe why that play was successful. We just watching it. We didn't know what you did all week. We know you practiced and you played. You watched film, but we didn't know you know that specific play. Uh, I, I love the detail that you give there. Now, listen, we've been talking X's and O's the entire show outside of the game of football. Any other how hobbies or passions or way, ways you just kind of get a release from it all? Almost definitely. I'm a man of faith. I grew up in a Christian household. So over the past few years, I've definitely grown in my faith. So I love to read my Bible. I love to just read books that, um, like the book I'm reading right now, is House, it's called How Successful People Think by John C. Maxwell. So reading is a definitely another one of my hobbies. Nice. Hey, Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll do it give you the desires of your heart, obviously coming to fruition for you, David. I mean, and it's nice to see that you, you are Bible-based. And I was down. I, I see that you grew up in where you spent time um, in Katy, Texas. I was actually in Katy, Texas um, right before the Frisco game. So uh, do you still call that home base when you're not on the field? Yeah, most definitely. You know, my mom still lives out in Katy, and that's where I grew up most of my life. So it's definitely home for me. Nice, nice. Well, listen, man, we're almost out of time. You've been a fabulous guest, and again, I know you got a lot going on, and I would love to love that you took some time before you got to go off to Indy and, and dominate. But before we let you go, um, we'd like to ask a few off-the-wall questions, lighthearted stuff. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, hit me with it. Let's hear it. All right. Now, tomorrow you're going to wake up. You're going to go to the facility. You're going to go to Bomberitos. But tomorrow – and our on our show, you get to pick. You get to be the trainer, and you get to pick one of the people on staff to work out. You get to put them through a little hell, like they put you through hell every day. Who are you gonna pick, and what are you gonna make them do? Hands down, one hundred percent, Mr. Pete Bomarito. I'm gonna make him get on those sleds. <laughs> I'm gonna put five plates on that sled. I'm gonna make him do twenty yard bounds. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, great. And uh, you've become the sack artist, edge rusher, if you will, and I always like to compare you guys to the dunk artist of the NBA. With that said, if uh, what's your favorite way to get to the quarterback? What's your favorite sack move? If you're going to get the perfect 50 for a sack, um, what's the one you're going to execute to perfection? Uh, the move I like is the stab single. It came most naturally to me um, when I transitioned back down to defensive end. You know, I kind of – rush out field and stick my hand right in that O-lineman's chest. And just like any other person, if somebody puts their hand in your chest, you're going to reach out and try and grab them back. And as soon as they reach out, <laughs> just swat that hand down and bend that corner. Nice. And you do got great bend, and that's one of the reasons the success you have. 
And the final one, uh, you can pick either school, Oklahoma or Houston, but which coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no-no. If you got caught doing it, you might catch a little hell. Uh, Oklahoma, Coach Venables. Uh, just certain things, like one was having your helmet on when you're getting ready to go in. Like if you're running on the field, putting your helmet on, opposed to just having your helmet on and – and then running on the field was a huge pet peeve of his. <laughs> so, David, listen, we asked that question because it might sound like a pretty vanilla question to ask, but you guys always give us a different response. And hearing all the different things that kind of touch the nerve of all different head coaches um, or assistant mm-hmm. coaches, anybody that, under that title, um, it's always a fun thing. Well, listen, man, you've been an absolute pleasure to have on the program Safe travels to Indianapolis. I hope you have a fantastic week doing what you do best, and that's just kind of showing up and showing out and uh, continued success, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me on the show this afternoon. No problem at all. Once again, that is the standout from Houston, David Uguaybu, here on the C2P, talking a little bit of NFL draft. And, again, you got to love his length, his movement in space, and he talked about the versatility and that size. Uh, you just you just have to love, love how he made such an easy transition from the linebacker spot to the edge thing with such success. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive. 